City of stars, are you shining just for me? City of stars, there's so much that I can see. Who knows, is this the start of something wonderful? Or just another dream that I cannot make true. Do 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 do. <laughs> because why not? Right, I'm gonna get into a relatively controversial topic, simply titled "Do you need dysphoria to be trans?" There's a lot of trans people. Who are up in arms about the fake invalid trans people not really being trans because they don't go fully through medical transitioning, or they say they don't have dysphoria. Now, what's that about? To be honest, it is a complex thing because I see the term trans and the term dysphoria as very、um, flexible terms. As very broad terms, and I see them in themselves being defined by other terms, which are also super flexible and super potentially kind of vague or maybe a bit complex. So you know, trans is defined along、uh, the concept of gender, and I mean, gender is obviously quite a big thing in itself. There's nothing straightforward about that. To be honest,、um, I mean, only not so long ago, the concept of male and female—you know—th- these things have have changed and and can change so so much from place to place. They can be totally different.、Uh, you know, however many years ago, if as a man you I don't know washed your hands, <laughs> you washed your hands and clipped your nails, you are like. Gay or like feminine, you know. Whereas now, not so much. So, really, the concept of those concepts are pretty changeable in themselves. And dysphoria.、Uh, I'm actually going to look up the definition of dysphoria so that I can start from there. Obviously, in its meaning, dysphoria just means, you know, in the context of gender dysphoria. An unease and discomfort with your body as gendered the way it is, but let me just pick up an actual definition. Dysphoria. Hmm. A state of unease or generalized dissatisfaction with life. Dysphoria is a profound state of unease or dissatisfaction. In a psychiatric context, dysphoria may accompany depression, and then it goes on.、Um, so, so the general meaning of dysphoria is, is discomfort and and just a deep, a deep issue and 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 unease. And in the context of gender, an unease with your gender. But as I said before, gender itself is such a complex and movable and dynamic concept. I think that is not really anything anyone would argue. I think, in terms of our understanding of the full expression of gender, that is definitely the case. Now, if you just think of it as sex, let's say, let's for a second just call it sex dysphoria. 
instead of gender dysphoria. Because gender is just so, um, let's say, fluffy in a way. But let's just focus on sex because sex is less fluffy. So if you just focus on sex and think, oh, sex dysphoria, and in terms of trans people experiencing sex dysphoria uh, because they feel like a, a, the body of a sex that they haven't developed as, in that sense, transitioning is only a sort of really kind of the only way of making that better. And there isn't really a way of reversing it because you can't go back in the womb and develop properly the first time around. And you can't get back the years lost to being misgendered. And you can't get back the experiences that you just didn't go through, which are especially important in childhood and puberty. So in that sense... In that sense, transitioning cannot do certain things. And as a trans person, you have to be somehow be okay with that. If you, if you do, if you do transition fully, if you do whatever you can do, there will still be, there will still be things that just cannot be reversed. Um, and cannot be, you cannot get them back. And so there will always be an element of, this weird tug of war between, okay, I'm going to do these things that I can do that they require courage, they require commitment, etc. I'm going to move forward and take on these challenges and do these things to, to reclaim myself. But at the same time, an ability to, to be still, to, to hold back, to be present, to be at peace with the the pace at which the various points in transition are going, which some of them can be very slow, but also the things that cannot be changed and the things that cannot be retrieved. So this weird dual state of uh, really kind of racing towards a goal, but also learning to be okay in the moment because otherwise you wouldn't be okay with it. And I think an interesting thought experiment for how someone who, whose mental self, whose mental identification of sex or gender, um, does not, is not expressed in their bodily features, how that person would react to this realization because of course trans people are let's say a natural experiment where that's exactly what's happened and we can look at ourselves as trans people and be like okay how do we feel about this what's going on <laughs> uh, but if we just kind of limit it to a thought experiment where this is an imaginary situation i think that makes it a bit easier imagine two males that have been born female and they grow up and they're told or they realize um, that something's kind of not right. And it's like, well, actually, um, you know, unfortunately, it looks as though you have not actually developed properly fully male. Um, and that's why you're a bit uncomfortable with what's going on right now. Is there a correct way for these people to react? Is there a prescribed way that these people should react Trigger warning, uh, I'm, you know, trigger warning, everything, because I just, I just, I want to jump into these things and they are quite disturbing. Um, but as I say, trigger warning, everything, this podcast is trigger warning, everything. <laughs> so trigger warning now. Um, 
It's a bit weird because when you say trigger warning, you have to say what it is that the trigger is. But of course, in saying it, you are bringing it up. <laughs> so if someone is so, so sensitive that, that the concept itself is the problem, then you saying what the trigger is, is the trigger. So I don't really say what the trigger is. I'm just saying, you know, if you're feeling a bit not quite right right now, well, stop listening. If not, continue. So is there a right way for these people in this situation to react? Is there a, a, a correct way for these people to deal with their reality? No, there isn't. Of course, there isn't. This is such an individual and personal thing. Um, you might, you might expect some, you know, you might expect one of those men to not be able to deal with it at all and commit suicide. That would be understandable, to be honest. That would be perfectly understandable. And you might expect the other one to be a bit weirded out by it, but not necessarily so so overly traumatized or to take over their life. You know, how does someone deal with that sort of thing? I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just, <laughs> it is one of those insane thought experiments. But I think what that makes it quite clear is that there is no correct way to deal with that situation. And where there isn't a button that you can push to reset your life and fix that, I don't think you can expect people to to go through what is a complex, multifactorial, sometimes not an option process. Um, that just isn't straightforward. Um, it's, it's, it's a question of of compromise and it's a question of personal choice and it is it is a deeply personal thing so to to expect people to react in the same way and to do the same things is not i think the right way of going about it um another point about this is you know most trans people that have ever, ever existed have had let's say this this internal uh, disposition of this mismatched gender situation with their with their body um but the environment they find themselves in and the language they 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 have access to determines how this thing gets translated and how they experience it and you can't say these people don't have dysphoria you know a lot of trans people obviously don't just come out the womb and they're like i'm trans put me on the list (laughs) you know there's many different ways that this this feeling and this state of being can translate in terms of how someone sees themselves, how they understand themselves, how they live their life, etc. A lot of trans people just start out thinking they're gay or thinking they're a very feminine man or a very masculine woman. And all of those things are, are real in themselves and they're things in themselves. And it takes... It takes some very careful consideration of a multitude of experiences and contexts for that penny to drop and for you to think, oh, this is, this is why I've been feeling like this. And then it makes sense. And even when you start, when you are transitioning, dysphoria can be a very relative experience because we don't see things in isolation. We see things as a whole. 
I can look at my chest and think, oh my goodness, I've got these things that are female and I'm so traumatized by the fact that I developed wrong. Or I can look at my chest and think, okay, I'm a guy and some guys have moves and that's more acceptable than the explanation of, oh, this is female. Of course, for me, it is. And I do feel that way. But as a whole, there are different versions of how you can look at that. And there's so many reasons why you can do everything you can in transition fully and be totally done with it and still not be done with it. Because the trauma of the fact that it even happened to begin with is not something you can just get over. Um, the, you know, seeing your body and having a childhood and going through puberty and having relationships and being sexual in the wrong sex, it is, it's just, it, I just cannot explain the extent of fucked up that that can make someone. So the things that you do to transition are, are, are crutches to just support you in a journey that inevitably will require the ability to be comfortable despite it and to be at peace despite it. Now let's talk about the experience of dysphoria. Dysphoria by definition is a discomfort. I think it's not helpful to think in terms of being trans is about dysphoria. I think being trans is about being a gender that your body doesn't match. That's what being trans is. For me, it was always a constant sense of not being male enough. Obviously, as a female, you're like nowhere near male, <laughs> nowhere near male enough. As a male, you can also feel like you're not male enough. It's, it's, let's say you can potentially imagine it as a spectrum. But I always felt like I just was not male enough in a very physical, basic sense, not just in a in a superficial sense, because I could, you know, when I could wear whatever I wanted and have whatever style I wanted, I just went for whatever I felt comfortable with. But it was always a very basic sense of being male, a very physical sense. And I always felt like I just fell short of that. And I was trying to 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 make up for it. And at one point, I realized, well, this is the end of the road for me being able to feel male enough in a female body. So therefore, here I am, I'm trans, right? So it was always a, a yearning for feeling my self-expression as male, uh, physical, a very visceral thing. And being female is secondary to that. This is also a question of whether you see sex and gender as a zero-sum game where having a penis equals not having a vagina and having boobs equals not looking male, you know, some sort of either-or, which I don't think is the case at all. It, you know, it's, it, I think it's very lazy thinking to think that that's the case. It's not the case at all. There are many male and female features that can be cross that can be had across that barrier without interfering with gender identity. 
as the previously mentioned boobs moves thing you know now that i am aware of it and i look at random people um i realize how common it is and it doesn't um it doesn't have to really even be that big of a deal obviously this is again this is very personal you know i never developed particularly large boobs so my experience of that particular thing would not be the same experience as the next person's i can think i can get away with it and i can get away with it someone else might not be able to do that it's a very personal thing for me my general body type um has always been fairly like rectangular let's say or or fairly um androgynous fairly let's say neutral so i always felt um relatively comfortable with that now is that a female thing or is that a male thing it's it's not really a thing it's just a question of do i feel like my overall package um fits that bill essentially and i think this also depends on whether it's male to female or female to male transition where developmentally male is an addition or an augmentation of female so in a sense feeling male is about having certain things now those female things in the background they may not be relevant you know a, a smooth face is a female thing and a beard is a male thing but if you have a beard then then well yeah your your face might be smooth underneath but that's not really the point so it's not about getting rid of a smooth face it's just about having a beard whereas female um male to female would be the other way around where you're 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 much more trying to get rid of more things um but that's a simplification there there's always a male and female side to things that you need to add versus things that you need to subtract but i think it's really key that the concept of oh what what you need to feel trans is about the things that you want to add and the things that you want to subtract are are a consequence of that for example i'm a guy i want to add a muscular physique and if i happen to have breasts on top of that it kind of ruins the aesthetic of it so it's kind of a secondary element and if you don't if you don't have that sense of adding and that sense of actually positively being male or positively being female and you're just fixated on some part of your body that you hate there is a loophole that you can probably fall through where actually it's just not not really a trans experience at all um where it's some other experience you know most people have some issues with their body it's not necessarily anything to do with gender or being trans So for me this concept of oh being trans is about dysphoria it's about hating your boobs it's about hating your body it's about hating you you know I I don't think that's I don't think that's the right way of going about it for me being trans is about feeling certain expressions in yourself that your body fails to deliver it's about feeling male and not seeing myself not seeing a male body it's like okay that is my problem the female things are 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 a consequence of that um so I feel like the driving force for change and wanting to attain something perfect timing yeah i'm back so i feel like the um the drive for change and and wanting to attain something should be driven by the vision 
for having something and for um, for what you're going to get and not and not by getting rid of something and and something that you're you're not going to have anymore um, of course it can seem that way because they're kind of they're balancing each other out but as I say I don't think it's a zero-sum game and it's not ideal to attach the 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 condition of being trans to the negativity of hating your body um, of course for most trans people that is inevitably the situation but I think it you know the focus needs to be on I'm a guy and I'm just trying to make the most of my body being male which is in some ways connected to some of the female parts but but that's the way of phrasing it as opposed to oh I'm a guy because I hate my female body um, well, no, being a guy is not about ha- hating a female body. It's about being a guy. That that's that comes first. And as I said, there's loads of features that you can totally have as a guy and still be a guy. If you're short, you can still be a guy. If you've got moves, you can still be a guy. You're still a guy, you know what I mean? So <laughs> um, it's, not really a, it's not really an equation of body parts. Of, of, and, and this is the thing, you know, there is no button that you can push to reverse what, what's already happened, which is how your body developed when you were born. Um, and so in terms of that, you're kind of just making the most of what there is because you can't really fix it to, you know, fix it fully at the point where it could have been fixed. It, you know, that ship sailed, right? So, you can't be attached to this concept of trying to fix things, trying to fix things, trying to fix things, because you will never be over fixing things. It will never be over fixing things. It's just not going to end. You know, you, you, you're lucky if you can get to a point of being okay and being comfortable despite the situation. And at which point people can feel like that earlier on in transition or later on or never or, 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 you know, straight away. Well, that's just a personal thing, isn't it? You can't tell people if you do this, this and this and that, you'll be fine because they might still be not fine forever. And equally, you can't tell people, um, well, you can't be fine because uh, you've not done these things. It's like... <laughs> What do you mean you can't be fine if you've not done these things? That's It's almost, uh, I don't know, damning you to a life of depression and, you know, maybe you, you wouldn't even, you know, if you really push that argument, it's a case of actually you can transition as much as you like. You will never be able to undo X, Y, and Z. Therefore, kill yourself because what's the point? It's like, well, no, you can have issues and still have a life. <laughs> because you can have issues and live your life. There are other reasons people live their life that are not connected to sex and gender, thank goodness, and I think are going to become more so in the future, doubtless, doubtless. And I think that ties into the definition of gender, and therefore it will tie into the definition of being trans. So so that's what I'm saying. These terms are inherently movable. So it, it's, it's, it's not really a good argument to say, being trans is male to female, female to male. And it's like, okay, but what does that mean? We know at this point, you cannot actually change your sex. Hashtag trigger warning. But 
you no, you can't actually change your sex. So everything that you do is 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 from the very beginning a, a coping mechanism. And if you're not allowed to be okay despite that, then what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? It's like who you know, who are you to decide which coping mechanism is sufficient or acceptable? I could go to, you know, this let's say this trans guy who says, oh, well, if you're trans, you need to do this, 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 and that. And it's like, well, I can go to you after you've done everything you could and still say, well, you still can't do this and you still can't do that. Do you still have dysphoria? And he could say, well, see, this is the catch. If he says, yes, I still have dysphoria, then that leaves him in a shitty position of never being able to be happy. And if he says, no, I've done all these surgeries and now I'm super, super fine, then I can say, well, yeah, but you still can't do this. And if you don't have dysphoria because you can't do this, then you're not really trans, are you? <laughs> Which is insane, isn't it? It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I can think of X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, why are you not dysphoric about this? Does this not keep you up at night? How can you be happy when you can't do this, when you don't have that? Um, you, well, you can't be trans. You can't be trans. It's like, uh, no, that's not how it works. You know, transition is just whatever you can do to be okay. And that's the point. Uh, and to, to decide what someone needs to do is just, it's just a very personal thing. And, and it's no one's business to try to police people's, how people deal with their lives. And I think being trans is kind of a difficult thing to be. It's a difficult thing to deal with. So for people to, to try to police how someone deals with something that is very personal, very sensitive, very difficult is absolute fucking bullshit. Honestly, it's just absolute nonsense. Um, and that's about it, really. I'm going to have to make sure I cut out that pause in the middle because the postie came. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Listening. See you next time. I put my glasses on because literally I can't see. All right. <laughs>